Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Business of Being Healthy. Shelly Bryan here, and today's episode is one that I wish someone had shared with me maybe 10 years ago. It probably would have saved me a lot of time and money. Actually, I guarantee you it would have. But before I dive into it, I just want to say I am literally here looking at my downloads for the podcast and we are at 4.99 right now, and I haven't even announced today's episode that launched live today. So I am just here to say thank you. Um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening in, and you know, if you found this podcast, it was probably through my social media. I'm so excited. Someone probably shared it with you. So it would really mean to the world to me if you would take a second and share this with someone else that you might think they would find value in it. Um, I am so passionate about wisdom and that's what we're going to talk about today and sharing all of my guests and sharing my wisdom that I have from uh, experience with you that is what this is all about. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and now let's go ahead and dive in because like I said, today's episode is all about five lessons that I wish someone would have shared with me 10 years ago. And this is specifically relating to your health. I'm focusing this episode on your health, but you can see that these skills or these lessons can easily be applied to business. Now, let me dive in here for a second on wisdom. And I'm going to share something with you guys that um, it makes me laugh because it's a saying that I got from my grandfather. And it was, take your spankings off someone else's behind, aka learn from others, right? So take your spankings other people's mistakes. I think mistakes are some of the best things that we can do because we learn from them. There's never any real failures. I mean, I, I say that with a grain of salt because like I failed a few times and I'm like, okay, that really hurt. And that was a true failure. But now that I've grown, I'm like, okay, I have learned so much from that. So it really wasn't a failure. It was a very expensive lesson. Let's put it that way. And so by learning from other people, we can see what worked, what didn't work. If you're in masterminds, if you're in groups or communities, you can ask questions, receive immediate feedback. But that's where I really see, you know, wisdom lying is, you know, wisdom is is that knowledge that we have gained through experience. And I I think the key indicator here that truly makes wisdom wisdom is when you share it right? It does no one any good if you sit here and like pigeonhole all this wisdom and all this experience that you've had in your life 
without sharing it. It's just, if you hold it to yourself, it's basically just your experience. Once you translate it and help someone else, else, that becomes wisdom. And that's what this podcast is all about. Here are the business of being healthy. It's about business, it's about health, it's about life, but it's about sharing that wisdom so that it can help someone else save money, save time, save heartache, and win that much faster. So, you know, for me, saving someone else time and money and heartache is, is like my overall goal. And I love doing that. And it, I think there are two ways when we look at it is, you know, Chris, he is the researcher. When he wants to learn something new, he goes on and he researches and he wants to know everything about it and become the expert in it. And I do think that there are some really awesome qualities that are associated with that. That being said, it takes time right? To become an expert in anything, it takes time. And so if I want to shave off that time, who can I go to that can teach? That's what I do. So my approach, when I want to learn something new, I actually really don't want to research and read all the books and wait and all of that. I find who's really good in that, in that area that I want to learn from. And I go ask them and they might give me a no, like, Hey, Shelly, I don't have enough time to teach you or what have you, or Hey, pay me. I get it. I'm paying for your experience. I get it. So I love reaching out to other people. And that's why I think podcasts are super helpful for that. I think there's books. I think there are things that are good in learning from other people. But today, I just wanted to share these five lessons that I hope save you a freaking ton of time, money, and heartache, and so that you can win faster, especially when it comes to your health. Because I'll tell you, if I would have had these a decade ago, I'd be, I would have been in a much better position much faster. So let me dive in here. Number one, the first lesson is teamwork, okay? Now you might be like, what the hell, Shelly? Teamwork with your health? Teamwork in your health is so crucial. Let me explain when I say teamwork. I'm talking about your doctor, maybe a naturopathic doctor. I'm talking about who does your meal prep. I'm talking about grocery shopping. I'm talking about a therapist. I'm talking about uh, hiring a coach. Who in your team can you create to help support you towards your end goal? right? When I was doing fitness competitions, I hired a coach because I really had no idea what I was doing. Sure, I could have researched, but you know what? I needed to go learn. I needed to go learn what it was all about, what they were looking at, how I could work on my body composition along with my nutrition. There was so much in there. Now, I also can say from medical perspective, you guys know know this, obviously I'm blind in my left eye. Health, I am my biggest advocate for health right? So I have multiple doctors on my team to make sure that I am in the healthiest state that I can be in. And it's different approaches on my team, which get me to my end result. So if you have a doctor and for example, with females, with women, uh, your hormones, right? Your doctor, like a PCP, a primary care doctor, they only have certain tools available to be able to help you. Where a naturopathic doctor can dive deeper into 
those hormones and help guide you a little bit different. I'm not saying one is bad or good. I'm saying they are different levels of depth. And there are two people that I want on my team to make sure that I am at my healthiest state. I struggled with my hormones and until I got to that right team member, the naturopathic doctor, I was not able to stabilize them. Now I've been stable for well over five years and it's made the biggest difference. Now, a big part of teamwork is also outsourcing, right? We need to outsource sometimes and that's where I talked about meal prep. So someone on your team can meal prep for you. That could be an outsource company that you hire or bring on. And the last one I want to talk about within teamwork is your family, right? When it comes to family support, I cannot shout this from the rooftops more, but you are asking for support from them, not permission. Again, you are asking for support, not permission. So that support may look like, hey, those comments that you are giving me at family dinner or at a birthday party aren't supporting me right now and I'm going to ask you to stop. It could be like eliminating people from your team as well. That means setting boundaries when it comes to family members or someone close to you that isn't helping you get towards your healthiest self. Okay, so number one lesson is create that team. And again, it could be bringing people on. It could be looking at different approaches and it could be eliminating people and or setting up those boundaries. All right, so number two, this lesson, oh my gosh, I wish I knew this faster, but the way that you lose weight, okay, and I know that health isn't always about losing weight, but I'm going to say this because that's something that I wanted to do, but the way that you lose weight must be the same way that you keep it off. You cannot have like your 30-day crash diet. You cannot have your four-month prep into a fitness competition and then think that you can sustain that for life. No way, not going to happen. So if I had known what now that it has to be the same way, I could have saved myself so much heartache, grief, frustration of going on the diet, coming off the diet when you reach the weight, going back on, coming off, the yo-yoing and like the mental anguish that that caused is, is, was not worth it. So I cannot say this more is that the same way that you lose it is the same way you keep it off. That took me almost 10 years to learn from hiring various coaches who all had their own way to then realizing sustainability and lifestyle. So it's not one of those things that with a diet, and you guys know, if you've been following me on, on social media or if you've been following along on my podcast, I'll go on these diet rants because the word diet means that there's an end date and there, there isn't. And so again, that number two lesson, the same way you lose weight must be the same way you keep it off. So take that into consideration when you dive into a new program, when you hire a new coach or a new trainer, look at that long-term perspective. That actually brings me to number three. And it is whatever you do, have a lifestyle timeline. Timeline. 
This never ends until the end. So the way that you are getting healthy, you need to stay focused that this is my life now. And I know I used to get frustrated with this because I'd be like, oh yeah, it's a diet or it's a lifestyle. Like, what does that really mean? This means that this is the new way you are living. So you are not no longer living in diet fad cycle after diet fad cycle. You are going to take lesson number two and you're going to apply it to the rest of your life. So there is no end date. That is this so key here that when you let go of that, there's no end date. Your health is until the end. So one of the things that I know, it's so funny, that I remember from my um, fitness competition sides, the very first one I did, all I could think about was the date of competition because that's the deadline, right? To be able to like look my best was to have that time frame. And it's good, right? It is good to work towards time frames. And I got there, I got up on stage. It was so cool. It was so outside my comfort zone. But then came the day after. And I remember even looking at my coach being like, I, what do I, I don't, how do I eat? I, I don't know what to eat. And she was like, oh, just go have fun. You're fine. Everything's fine. Well, 40 pounds later, I wasn't fine because I had looked at it as like an end date. Here was it. Here was my deadline, met my deadline, got up on stage, checked that box. Now I don't know what to do. And I gained 40 pounds right back. Ever since I changed my mindset to look at this as lifestyle, incorporating my team, incorporating that the same way I lost the weight is the same way I'm going to keep it off. I have been able to do just that. It is a lifestyle timeline. There's no, no end date. So this brings me to number four. Now, number four is letting go of the uncontrollables. Yes, ladies, uncontrollables. So one thing that, um, we love to do, and I want to pigeonhole women, but I am going to hold men to this as well, is like we like to control the situation, especially when we have so many things going on, right? Business, family, work, um, extended family, loved ones, animals, like all the things we're trying to control everything. Your health, you can only control certain things, truly. And when you embrace that, it is like, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, these are going to be posted on YouTube. Make sure you watch them there. You probably just, you could have seen my face. Like I was like, letting go, letting go of some things that you cannot control is absolutely freeing. And it will um, produce results that you weren't expecting. So let me give you an example. COVID hit and the gym shut down. For me, over a decade now, the gym has been a very important part of my health routine, being able to work out. I don't prefer, I do not like to work out at home going to the gym. Well, I couldn't go, right? As mad as I got at the news, as mad as I got at everything, and I live in Arizona, we try to stay open, right? I couldn't control it anymore. And so I finally had to look at myself and be like, what can I control in this situation when it comes to my exercise? I had one 20 pound dumbbell at home and I had a treadmill. And you know what I did? I made sure to stay consistent in what I had. So I was able to do some lifting with that. I used water bottles to lift. I used um, 
bags of grain of, of feed for my horses. Those are 50 pound bags. I used what I had. So I had to let go of things that I couldn't control. I was so mad I couldn't get to the gym. It served me no purpose staying that mad. I only was able to maintain my results. I, I got incredible results when the gyms were actually shut down during COVID because I let go of what I couldn't control. And I only took care of what I could have. And that was me and my mindset and my treadmill and making sure that I stayed consistent. Regardless of what was out of control around me, I stayed consistent. So make sure that you let go of those uncontrollables. And this actually brings me to the last one, number five. And that is the importance of reducing your stress. I cannot share this enough I am blind in my left eye because I didn't do a good job in controlling my stress. And that weakened my immune system to the point that it made me go blind in my left eye. A virus attacked my left eye. So another thing that happens with stress, not only does it take down your immune system, it releases the hormone cortisol, which not only slows your metabolism, it makes you hold water. You're holding water weight because you're so stressed out. You are doing the diets. You are over-exercising. You are worrying about your kids, worrying about the business, meeting deadlines at work, dealing with traffic on the way to work, forgetting that item you were supposed to get on the way home. Like All these things are adding to your stress and your body is working so hard. It's releasing all this cortisol no matter the amount of exercise, diets, mental meditation, uh, breath work, anything. If you don't maintain that stress and reduce it, your body cannot work properly with all the other activities, right? You could be eating the healthiest nutrition out there, but if your stress level is through the roof, it won't matter. So with stress, I can't tell you enough. This is one that you have to find out what, I actually did a full episode on this that I highly recommend you go back to, but you need to find out what your stress triggers are. And then you get to be able to understand what those triggers are and work to reduce them, thereby reducing your stress. And here's one tip I wanna leave with you that... I don't think gets talked about enough. And that's the fact that your body sees stress. It doesn't see good stress or bad stress. It just sees stress. So when I keep saying about like stress is like kind of negative things, that's not always the case. The year I lost my eyesight, I got engaged. I started a new job and my fiance and I bought our first house. Those are three amazing, great stresses. My body didn't care. It didn't know that those were good stresses and I was super happy. It knew it as stress. So as you do that stress audit and start to see what those triggers are, don't just look to the kind of negative or, or worrisome stresses. Think about other stresses that are even positive that you don't see are taking effects on the body. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode as well. So... I leave you here today with five lessons that I wish I knew sooner. I wish someone came 
back and shared this with me. You know, someone that I follow um, on podcasts and social media is Alex Hormozzi. I highly recommend it. His podcast is called The Game. But one of the things that he's doing now with his podcast is documenting. He, he wished that all the wealthiest people, right? The, the Warren Buffetts, the, everybody had documented their path to success and they never did, right? So he's learning and what he's doing now because he's been very successful is doing that for all of us that we can learn from him. He's sharing that wisdom so that we can all win. And so my goal is today with sharing these five lessons with you is that this wisdom translates for you and that it saves you time, money, and heartache so that you can get to where you want to go much faster and achieve the great things that I know that you can in your health, which will translate over to your business, to your family, to everything else. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can tell I'm a little bit passionate about this topic, but if you found value, if this solved a problem, if this opened your eyes, it would mean the world. Like I said in the beginning, it would absolutely mean the world to me if you would share this on your social media or with a friend copy the link, text it, share it, and don't forget to leave those reviews. They absolutely help me get this message out to more people just like you. Thanks so much and we'll see you soon. <laughs>